As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. folks, welcome to another Friday episode of the Athletic FPL Podcast. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General, recording this episode on Friday afternoon, just as the last few press conferences are finishing up. FPL deadline this week is 11am UK time on Saturday, 90 minutes before the early game kicks off, which is Aston Villa at home to Arsenal. It's a regular game week this weekend, there's not too many of those nowadays, with all teams just playing once. On today's episode, I'll summarise the team news, answer 10 quick-fire questions from Twitter, discuss captaincy and talk you through my latest transfer thoughts for this week and also for Game Week 25. If you'd like to become an Athletic subscriber, visit theathletic.com forward slash FPLpod to avail of the latest discount offer for new subscribers. The team news for Gaming 24, as always, in alphabetical order. Up first is Arsenal. Mikel Arteta was asked whether Trossard deserves to start a game soon, and his reply was he's had an impact every time he's been on the field, so he is an option. There's questions later about Martinelli, so I'll come back to this subject in the question section. Thomas Partey, who missed out midweek, he will be assessed ahead of the game at the weekend. No updates from Aston Villa at the time of recording. At Bournemouth, Senesi should be okay. At Brentford's Ivan Tony, who was holding his hamstring towards the end of the Arsenal game, looks like that might have been a bit of time-wasting because he's trained all week and he's available for selection at the weekend, so he should start. At Brighton, Adam Lalana could miss the rest of the season. Now That could be significant for Alexis McAllister. He could play the number 10 role most likely on penalties, lots of shots against Crystal Palace. So McAllister has become a very attractive option as well alongside Matoma and Solly March. Lots of options at Brighton. Danny Welbeck is expected to miss out again at Chelsea. Chilwell picked up a knock against Dortmund, but if he trains today, he should be in the squad. The same goes for Raheem Sterling. Crystal Palace, Wilfred Zaha is still a couple of weeks away and Joel Ward has also been ruled out. 
at Everton, Calvert-Lewin will not feature in Gaming 24. Nathan Patterson, who some of us have on our benches and we're hoping he makes a return for Gaming 25 when we're going to be short of players. Patterson's expected to play for the Everton under-21s tonight, which is Friday. So hopefully he gets some minutes under his belt. He avoids injury and gets some minutes in Gaming 25 where Everton have two fixtures at Fulham. William picked up a knock in the last game. He will be checked. Mitrovic also had an issue in the warm-up before the last game. And Marco Silva said he will also be checked. So it's kind of an unknown, really, on those two players. Marco Silva didn't give much away. In terms of Mitrovic, if you have him, especially if you've got two free transfers, you've got some cash in the bank, I quite like Mitrovic to Joe Felix at Chelsea this week, who plays Southampton at home and also features in Game Week 25. At Leeds, Sinistera is expected to miss out again. Pascal Strike is back in training following concussion. And there's doubts over Cooper and Rocca. At Leicester City, there was some suggestion during the week that James Madison might need a scan. But Brendan Rodgers has said he's fine. Telemans is also available, having missed the last game. At Liverpool, there's nothing new in terms of injuries and players coming back. But Van Dijk has a good chance of returning to the starting eleven this week. At Manchester City, nothing major there either. John Stones remains out. No updates from Old Trafford at the time of recording, so keep an eye on that later if those are in your transfer decisions this week. At Newcastle, Almiron and St. Maximin, they've been training this week, so they're both fine for the weekend. Willock is a doubt though, and Callum Wilson hasn't trained after missing the Bournemouth game. Eddie Howe said he was hopeful that he would train today, and if he does so, he'd be in contention for the weekend. Nottingham Forest, there'll be a late fitness test for Jesse Lingard's, and they've lost the centre-backs long-term, Willie Bolly and Scott McKenna, out for six weeks plus. So I think one of those guys might be out for three months. So big blow for the Nottingham Forest defence. At Southampton, Che Adams is a doubt for Game 24, but Kyle Walker-Peters was pictured in training this week. At Tottenham, the main news really is Conte's gone back to Italy to continue his own recovery after his surgery. The team news press conference is going on just as I record, but there doesn't look to be any new injuries. At West Ham, Paqueta is ruled out. Aguard has a chance of featuring. Skamak has been back in training, but he's not ready to start. And finally at Wolves, Lamina is suspended after those ridiculous yellow cards in the last game week. This episode is supported by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club has finally been promoted into League Two after 15 seasons in the National League. Dedicated staff and supporters celebrate the team's return to glory while bracing for the newfound challenges that come with being in a higher league. Will Wrexham AFC stand up to the challenge and rise again into League One? FX is welcome to Wrexham. All new Thursdays on FX. Stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Question time now. First one. It's the first question. I probably should have made this the last question from Asher. We're all rolling a transfer this week, right? So yeah, I think most teams that I'm looking at this week, including my own, if it looks fine, even if you've got one or two weak spots and you're starting 11, 
I feel like it's a good week to roll a transfer because give me 25, which is next week. Some teams don't feature, the likes of Manchester United, Newcastle, Brighton and Brentford. And then we've got a double game week for teams like Liverpool and Everton. So I like the idea always of getting another week of information. Two free transfers for Gimme25, which is quite tricky to navigate. So that's my plan. Bank the transfer and have two frees next week. And I'll talk about my plans for next week at the end of this episode. Of course, there will be teams that will feel like a transfer is a good idea this week. I was even talking to someone today who had two free transfers. Initially, was looking at making a goalkeeper switch and rolling the other transfer. Then we kind of came to the conclusion that actually using the two free transfers this week left the team stronger, not just for this week, but also for Gaming 25. So you will see probably most content creators rolling the transfer this week. That doesn't mean it's the right thing for your squad. As always, play it your way. If there's a player you think scores very well this week and you want them long-term, don't be afraid to use your transfer either. Question from Josh. Does Martinelli have to go? And if so, who are the best replacements? So again, if you've got two free transfers, I would probably move Martinelli on to one of Rashford, Saka or Odegaard's if budget allows. If you've got one free transfer, I don't mind keeping Martinelli for one more week. And I really do value that second free transfer for next game week. So, yes, it's a worry. Trossard could get a start. But I think if it was me, I'm a pretty conservative, safe manager. I'd probably just stick with Martinelli, give myself the two frees next week. If he starts, great. If he doesn't start, he'll probably get half an hour anyway. And then deal with the Martinelli problem next game week. But then there'll be managers listening to this that are thinking, right, I don't want Martinelli anymore. I'm worried about Trossard starting. So maybe just sell him. And again, best replacements. If you don't own Rashford for some reason, you go there. Uh, although he does blank the following week, so keep that in mind. But he's a pretty good captaincy candidate this game week. And then obvious replacements for Martinelli are sideways switches to Odegaard or Saka. Saka's the one to go for if cash allows. Question from FPL Loser. Is it worth a hit to turn Enketia into Saka? Already have Odegaard as my only Arsenal midfielder. Again, there's going to be a common theme here with these answers this week. I prefer doing it next week, you know, especially when it's a minus four. I think Nketiah owners are getting frustrated, but if I think back to that Man City game midweek, on the on the penalty scenario, you know, he had the shot cleared off the line, so he was very close to scoring there. And he had that big chance, that big headed chance that he missed as well. So for me, there were some encouraging signs there, although no FPL points. So I would quite happily give Nketiah another game. Different story, maybe if you had two frees and you really wanted Saka. Uh, I think that would be absolutely fine. But I wouldn't be taking a minus four for Nketiah to Saka this game week because in any single game week, Nketiah could easily outscore Bakayo Saka. So I'd give Nketiah one more and then maybe look to make the switch with two frees next game week. Question from Alex Ball. Who would you start between Martinelli and Mitrovic this game week? So this is a really tricky one. Martinelli's got the rotation concern. Mitrovic has got the slight fitness concern. Fixtures, Arsenal are away to Aston Villa and Fulham are away to Brighton. So again, it's probably for me, I would start Mitrovic because it feels like if he's fit, he'll play. And if he's not fit, he probably won't be on the bench. That's what it feels like to me. So I'd say I would start Mitrovic, hope for the best. And then Martinelli is your kind of safety net as your first sub on that, on that one. So yeah, I would play Mitrovic over Martinelli. Question from Sean. 
Do you think there's a potential for Haaland to be rested before the Champions League starts up again? So yeah, very important to remember. Champions League has returned and it returns for Man City and Liverpool the midweek coming up. So after this game week, Liverpool and City are both in action. City are away to Leipzig on Wednesday. I think Liverpool are at home on Tuesday. So there is slight concern here for me over the City guys. I've got De Bruyne and I've got Haaland and I do have slight concerns. Now, whether it's a full benching or it's a 60 or 70 minute appearance and then they're taken off if the game's already wrapped up, it is slightly concerning, which has me kind of wavering on the captaincy this week. You know, I put it on Haaland as soon as the game week went live, but now I'm not so sure. You know, am I not players like Rashford and Harry Kane? There's there's other good alternative captains out there. So I do have some slight concern about Haaland. My guess would be Haaland starts and plays 60 or 70, and you're hoping that's enough for FPL points. But to me, it feels like a week where captaincy is pretty wide open because there's a lot of other good candidates with good fixtures, which I'll talk about towards the end of the episode. So there is potential for a Haaland mention, but I I do expect to see his name in the starting 11 when that City team sheet comes out. Question from Eric Ness Onstad. Some of us don't have any value tied up in Haaland because we sold him before the World Cup because of injury and we brought him back afterwards. Is it too bold to sell him in Game 25? Eric says he will not be captain for a few weeks and he can obviously be brought back in. So straight away, when I look at Game 25, I can understand you might be tempted to lose Haaland for someone who plays twice, maybe a Darwin Nunes or something like that, or a Jota if he comes back into the equation. But Man City played Bournemouth that week, so... You do. I just don't think you sell Haaland. I think you leave him in place. The other reason why I don't think you sell him is because by the time we get to give me 27, you're going to want to get Ivan Tony and you're going to want to get Brighton assets for their double game week. So rather than using a transfer to sell Haaland and a transfer to get him back in, those two transfers I think are much better used with double give me 27 in mind to get Ivan Tony and Brighton players. So I would just leave Haaland in place. Even if he starts Game Week 24, he'll definitely start a Champions League game. I'd still be hopeful that he would start Bournemouth after that as well. So I think if you've got Haaland, you just leave him there and you use your transfers elsewhere. Question from FPL Composer. Is Trippier to Reese James worth it considering how good Reese is looking and Trippier has Liverpool, blank, Man City in the next three game weeks? So yeah, for Newcastle it is tricky. Liverpool, blank, Man City. Doesn't get much worse than that really, especially when you throw the blank in there. In comparison, Chelsea and Rhys James in the next three game weeks have Southampton at home. Doesn't get any better than that. Tottenham away and Leeds at home. Now, the concern with Rhys James is always minutes. He said himself he needs to be sensible this season and let Potter know when he's fully fit fully fit, and when he's not. The other concern I would have is he's after playing 90 minutes in the Champions League. Is this Southampton fixture a chance for Potter to give him a breather? So, uh, FPL Composer did say... You know, Reece James is looking really good. I haven't caught a 90-minute Chelsea game for the last couple of game weeks, so I can't really comment on how he's looked in terms of the eye test. But for me, Trippier, and again, maybe I haven't given it enough thought, but Trippier to me has always just been a, a set and forget, and you keep him for the season, especially if you bought him cheap. Um, obviously, you need to buy, spend a bit more to get him back in later if you do sell him now. Um, I'm happy to play him against Liverpool. Trippier is a player to me... Even if Newcastle don't keep a clean sheet, and I don't think they will, you know, I'd fancy Liverpool to score in this one. But even when Newcastle concede, Trippier can get attacking returns and he can get bonus. So I'm happy to start him. 
And he could easily get a three-pointer or a four-pointer, even if Newcastle concedes. So for me, I would just stick with Trippier. But I'm not really, you know, I'm not a very adventurous manager. I'm not the kind of manager that takes a gamble on a Reese James when I've got concerns over minutes. If you're more adventurous than me, by all means, when you look at Trippier's fixtures and you look at Chelsea's fixtures, I think it's probably an okay punt to take. Question from DB. Another Chelsea question. Barrios Chile's underlying stats are looking pretty good. Do you think he's worthy of consideration, especially with him not being in the Champions League squad? He's unlikely to be a rotation risk for league games. So, yeah, I think his chances of Premier League minutes are very good. I don't think anyone is ever safe in terms of rotation when, when Graham Potter is in charge. He's got lots of you know centre-back options there. But Barrios Chile's been very good in his short Chelsea career so far. No rotation worries in the Champions League because he's not in the Champions League squad, so they can't use him. Again, the type of manager I am, I'm pretty safe. I want players who I know will play or at least will have a very good chance of getting minutes over the long term. So if I was looking for a Chelsea defender to go alongside my Kepa in goal, I would probably go Badi Chile. It's a bit more boring, but it seems a bit safer in terms of minutes. So I do think Badi Chile is a good option. And I might end up going there myself, uh, giving me 25. Question from... FPL Prem Tipster, should I start a Kanji for the clean sheet odds or Luke Shaw for the guaranteed minutes? Play the guy that you know will play, which is Luke Shaw. A Kanji benched in the last two games. Yes, it's a good fixture. I think there's a good chance a Kanji will come back into the Man City team this week, but you know Luke Shaw will play, so I would just start Luke Shaw over Kanji. Question from Cherie MC, give me 25. Should I drop Kane or De Bruyne? for Mohamed Salah. So the good thing about this question is we've got another weekend of action and then we can tackle that question again next week. At the moment, would I drop Kevin De Bruyne or Harry Kane to get Salah? I've got a lot of faith in Harry Kane this season. He's been so consistent, even though Tottenham haven't been. So I'd probably slide towards selling De Bruyne for Salah in Game Week 25. But again, I'm sure that question will come again next week. Final questions from FPL Himbo. When will you wildcards? So yeah, a few people were asking me about my chip strategy and stuff like that. And I haven't really been giving it too much thought yet. I've been focusing basically on these next two game weeks. Give me 24 and give me 25. Once we get past those two game weeks, the FA Cup fifth round is between give me 25 and give me 26. So by the time we get to the Game Week 26 FPL deadline, we will have a lot more information about what the schedule will look like. So yeah, I'm not looking too far ahead and I don't think we need to just yet. Let's focus on 24-25 and then that week leading up to the Game Week 26 deadline, we can start to really kind of think about the options in terms of strategy. And I, I want to signpost you to a very good YouTube video I'm halfway through watching at the moment. It's the burning questions by Fantasy Football Scout, Pras and Sonaldo. They do an excellent job. Or, Like I said, I'm halfway through it. They've done an excellent job in the first half at least. And I'm going to go back and watch the rest of that later today. They're kind of outlining what, you know, there's four or five different strategies that people might be looking at in terms of chips and wildcards this season. So check that one out. You know, you don't need to check it out before the deadline if you don't have time. But at some point over the weekend or over the next few days, go and check out Burning Questions. So my strategy at the moment is... You know, get through these two game weeks. I've got the wild card, I've got the bench boost, I've got the free hit chip, and I'm just keeping an open mind. I might use my wild card game me 26 or game me 27. I might free hit and game me 28, but I might do none of that. I might wild card later, I might free hit later, 
And again, until we have all the information and all the pieces, I'm not stressing over it. And I don't think we need to uh, just get through these game weeks and then we can really start to think about it in a couple of weeks time. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard it right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask me. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. On to captaincy now for Gaming 24. Like I said, there's quite a few options. You've got Haaland away to Nottingham Forest. You could throw De Bruyne and Mahrez into the mix here as well. But with that Leipzig game, Wednesday night, I am fearful, especially for players like Mahrez, who I expect to play Champions League. So I think this could be a game where he doesn't start. De Bruyne is at slight risk as well. So that has me thinking about other options. Rashford is at home to Leicester. And he's on fire at the moment, scored again against Barcelona. Harry Kane's at home to West Ham, Mr. Consistent. Saka is away to Aston Villa in the early kickoff. Managers who own Joe Felix or who are buying him this week, I quite like him as a differential captain at home to Southampton. Ivan Tony, another very consistent asset, is at home to Crystal Palace. Liverpool are away to Newcastle, so I don't love the likes of Salah because of the fixture. So for me, I'm probably going to be between three. It's going to be Haaland against Forrest, Rashford against Leicester or Harry Kane against West Ham. So at the moment it's on Haaland and it has been for a few days and it may well stay there even if it's just a 60 or 70 minute appearance. But I'm going to spend the rest of Friday and Saturday morning giving Rashford and Harry Kane a lot of consideration. I don't think I'll go Saka, just the away fixture. I think Villa have... You know, the potential to frustrate Arsenal in that one and never too keen on an early kickoff captain. Not that that should make a difference, but we know mentally it does And as an FPL manager. So, yeah, Haaland at the moment, but it could end up on Rashford or Harry Kane. In terms of transfers, one free transfer, saving it for Gimme 25. So then my, my early plans for next week, it'll be something like two free transfers, De Bruyne to Salah, and Botman to Tarkowski. That's kind of been my plan for a while now. That would get me to, I think, eight players for Game 25, which I think is fine. But I'll probably end up taking a minus four, maybe even a minus eight to get to nine or ten players. I'll just see how that looks when the time comes next game week. But definitely open to a hit or two for Game 25. Back to Game 24, starting 11 is probably going to be Kepa. Ben White, Trippier and Shaw. Midfield five of De Bruyne, Odegaard, Saka, Rashford and Almiron. Going to play Almiron and bench Botman because I fancy Liverpool to score and hopefully Almiron can get an attack in return against a Liverpool defence that hasn't been great this season. Up front, Haaland has the armband at the moment and Harry Kane. 
Best of luck for the gaming folks. Most importantly, have a great weekend, whatever you're up to. I'll be at Celtic Aberdeen on Saturday. I'll be back next week to help you navigate the tricky Gaming 25. If you've been enjoying the content this season, you can support me at patreon.com forward slash FPL General. And if Patreon's not your thing, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL General. Wishing you all a big green hour this weekend, and I will talk to you next week. The Athletic. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.